0: On this episode of the Danger Gnome Podcast, we've got Tupper Becker, he's from Becker Sewing, and uh, we have our Fat Basseter to Alaska and the Yukon Territories, Travis Hubbard, and we talk about uh, all kinds of stuff, the Trio World Championships, among other things. And then we have Joe Cantwell from the Fatty Caddy in Michigan, that makes up the two-thirds Alaskan and one-third Michigandy, Michigami only podcasting. So stand by for that next after something else.
1: Gomez.
0: What's up?
1: We're doing this. Yes. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> this is your Teo Gomez. This is the two-thirds All Alaskan Show. And I have with me Tupper Becker of Becker Precision Sewing and Beer Drinking.
2: Yes, an elite beer drinking club. me amigo. Howdy. Man, we were trying to do this for a couple of weeks now. I got my voice back, so,
0: yeah. I know, and then yesterday I called you in a, you know, a really intense... Super secret bike meeting with uh, mechanic to the stars Jeff Gilmore and I saw guitar Steve Brian Barber. Oh, it was a oh, it was Brian Barber?
2: No, Brian like, Barber, he's, not he's the Steve. he's the secret introvert mechanic. Is also the bicycle of the stars. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, I was in there. We were talking about bags and upcoming races and whatnot, doing our thing. I, uh, I work closely with those guys to like forever, for 10, 15 years, just working on bags and designs and ideas, and that's, that's like my, my be- brain trust.
0: Beaver Sports, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: They're in Fairbanks, Alaska.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah. America's Candyland. So, what's, what's this Alaska? I'm two-thirds Alaskan show? What's going on?
0: We have three guests, and two of them are from Alaska, and one of them is from Michigan.
2: Oh, the other Alaska yeah. down
0: here in in America.
2: Yeah, where you guys have moisture during your winters. Yeah, that's great.
0: Well, yeah, where we might even have winter for. Yeah, we, we trans- get a lot of here.
2: transplants from Michigan. Oh yeah, yeah. They just want to experience a different kind of cold. I think they're in Wisconsin. We get a lot of those too. The
0: cool thing about Michigan is they have this whole other part. Upper Peninsula, the UT, which is, yeah, which is you know like that. That would be the Alaska of Michigan. It's yeah, you know, like you that's, can, is that where they have the bear grease? Uh, I think that's on the north shore of uh, okay of Superior, over in Minnesota. But you know, and, and International Falls is uh, one of those other super refrigerator spots in in America. Here, Fairbanks, I think, has got it by a far shot
2: so yeah maybe yeah so that's cool to be a part of this thanks for the call
0: hey no problem so tupper makes bags he's uh handcuffed to a sewing machine as we speak i would be i I didn't ask him but let's let's just let's just paint a, a, a mind picture of becker of tupper there handcuffed to his machine knocking out bike bags and or uh mushing gear
2: yeah. Well, today it's it's bike bags for my son and I sweet. Yeah and I, have and a, then,
0: I have a full set of luggage for uh my legacy fat bike from you that is still uh always always gets lots of questions about
2: who made that bag? Where do I get that? Yeah. Nice. We we gotta re up you, man. It's about time. Mm-hmm. We haven't made you bags for a minute. We should get you some new ones so well, you, you can know. see the, the new works.
0: It's pretty crazy, but I get so many bikes through here that bags make their way onto other bags, and it's like, it's pretty crazy how adaptable these custom bags are for just other similar-sized double-diamond frames.
1: Isn't that
2: great, though? Because, like, it's about time the geometries have kind of all gotten their act together. We're not just using, like, old mountain bike geometry on our fat bikes anymore, or, you know, they're kind of their own thing now, like, people are... Your manufacturers and these small niche companies you know Corvus and 907 and whatnot they're they're thinking about like that bike specific which is really cool indeed and so that helps there's, there's
0: I, I'm riding a, a rocky mountain bike right now that is uh, really slacked out and I'm I'm trying to figure out whether I like
2: that in the snow or not so, oh man I I, I I just picked up a Corvus. I've been waiting for it for Ages, finally got the aluminum that I wanted in that thing. For what I do, it's the most playful bike. I like that and my Kona Wozo. Like the I, Skookum I love the slack. Yeah, yeah. That and my my Kona Wozo, like they're both super slack and just super playful. I, I and I love them to death in the on the hard pack.
0: I'm going to be testing a uh, Kona unit this this summer. Single speed like Oh, that's bike. a fun bike. Yeah, yeah. Steel. So what can you tell us who's your favorite in the uh in the big I did a rod trail invitational?
1: Is it, it You can, know what I
0: gotta tell you? Beat Tyson, <laughs> right?
2: Um uh well maybe someday. But uh you know, there's a up and comer Luke Booth. Um yeah, I got him on with Ren that I'm working with. Mm-hmm. And then um he's you know, he's killing it on the local scene and he's training really hard and you know, his dad that owns Goldstream Sports where Tyson works, like they're all like Uber athletes, so like he's like an up-and-comer to watch. And if he wanted to go international, I think he'd be a real competitive force, you know, in fat bike racing. And he's doing other events too, cycle cross down in the states. But Tyson, right now, he's got he's got man strength and muscle memory. And he's before he was a fat biker, he was a a super good cross country skier training for the Olympics. So he's got a athletic ability that most fat bike racers that don't come from another background possessed. And it's just, you know, it's it's going to be hard to beat him. He's a, he's a real well-trained athlete, and he trains really hard.
0: Does that race still get people from all over, or has the bell curve started to get back to normal where it's really an Alaskan race, where the competitors, the top ten, are all going to be Alaskans? Is it ever going to go back that way, or do you think it'll always...
2: Well, I, I kind of hope not because it's good for Alaska, but you know, now that Katie's not there and Kyle's running ITI, they're kind of billing it a different way and making it more of a destination, I think for Mm -hmm. people on the outside. So I think we'll, we'll still consistently see, you know, the names, the local legends from Alaska, but we're going to get, I think we're going to get more poll too from States and, around the world. And I think that's just kind of the natural flow of where it's going and just where we are with bat bikes in the industry. And, you know, we're kind of at this, you know, pinnacle of where it is. It, it may die down, you know, like in popularity, you've got these ebbs and flows with bike industry stuff, but you know, I, I think we'll always get a pull.
0: There's so much more available now.
2: Right. Yeah. So you're you know, competing with so many different events. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, in our area, the popularity
0: at the events is incredible. I was just at a race that had three over three hundred people at it, and, and especially I, like the yeah. third third race in a row where there were over three hundred people there. Was that um, the
2: Borealis one I saw? The the Borealis one like had
0: in the mid three hundreds.
1: Um, that was that was an impressive clip they got for their start.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. You, I didn't get the video. I should have. I rode down in a sled on the race I did on Saturday, but I should have gotten. I should have sat backwards on the sled and then gone and cheated and got a five-second head start and filmed. You know, two waves of 150 sledders sledding down yeah. to their bikes.
2: Yeah, you always got to go reverse cowgirl in the snow machine. <laughs> Good advice.
0: And so that's probably sage advice like that, that got you uh, a new, you're the newest uh, team member of the Ren Sports
2: uh, Action Party Committee. Yeah, yeah Action Party Committee. I, um, Like product development right now, I'm working on a bag for them, for their Perseverance Bar that Cameron and um kevin came up with um so i've been working on that and then just doing like local rep stuff for Ren, and then you know pseudo blasting them on on the internet you know on the on the media platforms but i was really intrigued by their inverted fork because you know i've been riding dual suspension fat bikes and um suspended fat bikes since we had the option and that blue dough always felt a little little flimsy and i saw their fork and fell in love with it and uh I was like, I, I got to be a part of this. So I kind of talked my way into helping. Cool. And Kevin is, is
0: such a good dude. I mean, I like that guy.
2: Yeah, I, I, I wish I could talk to him more. He's, he's a go getter and always busy. But it, it's fun to be working with him on some kind of scale.
0: Right on. And what, what uh, fat bike are you riding right now? A Skookum AF, right?
2: Yeah, I got the Skookum, and then I kicked my Wozo down to my son. So he's riding that. So we got those two, and then uh, a couple of Farleys in the in the fleet.
0: You still have the, the full suspension Farley EX, right?
2: Um, no, I rehomed that just because uh, it winter time up here, it wasn't you know twenty thirty below. It just wasn't packing it. I've um, always wanted to ride to one of
0: those bikes, and I've never gotten a chance to ride one of those. I've ridden a and I've yeah. ridden the Framed Montana. Um, yeah, yeah, fun stuff.
2: The that the so salsa sent me a buck saw years ago Justin Julian. after i got that farley and I, I really liked it um it was a little small for me but uh they both handled great uh, the farley excelled in the summer i loved it and uh we were doing some downhill runs on it and um it just man it was great for the conditions and up here for muddy single track downhill races it was a uh, it was a fun bike it didn't feel like they're they're rigid too racy it was a little bit more slack it felt like but super fun bike just not real equipped for cold weather obviously
0: and uh, White Mountains 100 are you going to work a checkpoint at that or are you involved at all in, uh, in I am the fall, in the, in the, the, the winter that, uh, classic
2: of yeah no, I'm looking forward to that uh, my son and I are going to go out and poach it and we're going to go start after the racers start mm-hmm. and we're going to do it self supported that's our plan this year
0: Nice on bikes or or with dogs because I know you, you have you have a kennel full of sled dogs too, right?
2: Yeah, we have freight dogs, um, uh, headland huskies, and um, we, we might we might run some dogs. It just kind of we're going to see how it goes. If the trail conditions are really good, we'll just probably just ride it. But if it's you know if there's four to five inches of new snow, we might bring some dogs with us and have our little e bike thing going on with our dogs.
0: Yeah, d bikes.
2: Yeah, d bikes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's pretty cool, man. And, uh, yeah. so i i always see your bonfire pictures bro and and you, you have your own race the bonfires talking about bonfires
2: is that yeah is yeah. that going this year yeah so we just started so like we have a lot of races out of fairbanks and there's lots of race directors and lots of whatnot so it was just which i love we have a a great race team but it's, it's the barrier to entry on some of those races is like you know upwards 250 300 and that's just getting a bit steep for you know local races in my opinion so i was like well let's do a pirate race like we were doing you know 10 years ago cody johnson iti guy and ben abbott they started and um so we did that and we're gonna do a it's a 50k and it's whatever you want to bring you can bring a dog sled cross country skis bike bike or whatever you want run you know it's all self-supported you know it's trails marked to me use Strava heat maps for our trails and then we're going to do a 50k and then I think we're going to offer a 100 miler as well so um Jeff Oatley and I last year marked out a trail and put that on and we had a pretty good turnout for what it was I mean it was a free race you can donate if you want and We had a big bonfire at the end. I think Tyson was there. Clint came up from Anchorage. It was a pretty good turnout, and I think a lot of people had fun.
0: And what's the date on that one?
2: I don't have a date yet. I haven't got with my brain trust to figure out details and courses and things like that this year, but it will – yeah, I will stay in touch and do that.
0: Or maybe I could follow your Instagram or something. You could. How many Instagram accounts do you have,
2: Tupper? (laughs) I, too many <laughs> too many <laughs> more more than you have bikes oh well Jeez. Yeah. that's a lot <laughs> yeah yeah wow.
0: well cool i appreciate you coming on the show sharing a little bit of the uh, alaska spin on uh on the fat bike lifestyle
2: yeah, man well thanks for calling me and thanks for letting me be a part of it it's good to talk to you again it's been a while
0: and uh I'm I'm going to uh use the pictures of you and Jeff flipping me off for the uh Fantastic. Fantastic for the, for the, for the show notes. <laughs> you <know>. Appreciate that. <laughs> so dude, keep on going. I'll see you soon.
1: All right, take care, go back. Later.
0: Well, it's the danger gnome and I've got Travis from Alaska. What's up, Travis?
1: What's happening, Gomez? How you doing, brother?
0: I'm, you know, uh, in severe snow deprivation. Uh, yeah, it's been December here for uh, forever, and uh, if I don't see some snow soon, I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna get snarky.
1: Well, I happen to have the cure for you. What's that? Just come to Alaska, brother.
0: Oh you know, I only had I only had to go drowning in it. I only had to drive twenty two miles north to get to one inch of like what looks like snow but it's really slush. (laughs) (laughs) So I bet you if I drove fifty miles I might get to two inches of snow or slushy snow or wet snow or something.
1: Or you can get on an airplane with your helmet, your winter gear, your suitcase.
2: And sit back in a comfortable plane
1: seat while some beautiful stewardess rubs your feet and serves you cocktails, and fly three thousand miles to where I pick you up at the airport, and voila, you're in like fifty inches of snow, man.
0: And I get to visit the Anchorage snow
1: beaver. It is a mighty snow beaver, indeed. Well, then, yeah, we got- I,
0: then I would miss Fat Bike Worlds here in Wisconsin. That's coming up here at the end of the month, so I don't know when this show is going to going to air. But this segment is like is like inspired by I sent you a text.
1: Yes, you did.
0: Which was compare and contrast the Skookum versus the Akio on your local trails, both groomed and ungroomed snow, because. I'm in the middle of, like, trying to figure out how this slack Rocky Mountain is going to fit into like riding on the snow, and I've ridden some, but you know we've just been so snow deprived. You know, it's like it's, uh, we've had one good storm and a lot of trace snow. So, what say you on that subject? And and well. Is the Skookum like a, a slacker? I'm, I'm just assuming by what people have told me that it's a, it's a slacker, more playful geometry or
1: mountain bike geometry. It, uh, it definitely, the Skookum is slacker, more playful, uh, the more agile of the two types of the two bikes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for certain. Um, and obviously, our, my Skookum has a Bluto on the front. Uh, and yeah, it's the, mo- it's, so today I took off on, uh, out of, did my bandito loop, uh, one on each bike mm-hmm. and cause you know, I just got my couple of bikes. I jump on them. No brainer. Typically, you know, I just choose typically I choose the bike based off what I'm going to expect the trail conditions to be. And right now we're buffed out. We haven't had much new snow at all. We got a lot of snow, but we haven't had any new stuff. So things are finally getting, you know, packed out. Right. Mm -hmm. And just kind of riding the, 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 some groom stuff and some bike trails, uh, around my house. I mean, it's definitely notable where the, uh, Skookum has got, you know, uh, shorter reach, shorter top tube. Um, it, 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 uh, it carves, it, it's more nimble uh, than, than the Accio is, mm-hmm. which we, is also the previous, you know, the newer version of the Fatback Corvus, right? So, right. um, right. and the, you know, when I read your review on the Otso and, and your comments there, you know, of a legacy bike and, you know, one that's stable versus, uh, agility, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the Skookum, it just makes you really want to go fast and hit stuff and get airborne. It's, its uh, uh, you know, I, I love that bike. I, I thought about selling it, and I'm so glad that I didn't. If I were to have just one bike, it would definitely be the Accio for the type of fat bike and I do and the environment I live in, right? Mm-hmm. So, so we got, uh, in December, we got 40-something inches of snow in like nine days. Wow. Um, it was a uh, total snow shit show up here. <clears throat> Cars in the ditch, roads that were three lanes are suddenly one. Dogs um, and cats
0: living in harmony. No, just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. That kind of chaos. And uh, so I knew at that point, you know, grab some skis or some snowshoes because uh, if you take your fat bike anywhere, all you're going to be doing is pushing it. Yeah. And we got so much snow in such a short amount of time. So I waited a couple weeks, you know, checking the Instagram, uh, you know, started hearing some reports that, hey, things are getting rideable over here and things are getting rideable there. And, you know, they were, uh, in fact, I know uh, Greg and, uh, saw some posts where he had been out for uh, single track advocates doing grooming on the hillside, and um, some other people had been out at Kincaid grooming, but oh, they are yeah. telling everybody whether it's still soft or, you know, probably not going to be that great a ride. And so I waited a couple of weeks, and usually, you know, the Fat Bike Tribe of Anchorage, um, as you are an honorary member thereof, uh, there's a lot of us up here, right? And yeah. usually you get a big dump, typically, you know, within four or five days, the week things are packed out. Right. Sure. And I was, I was busy, uh, with work and, um, just kind of doing local rides and on plow bike trails around my area. And i was like, okay, yeah, it should be good over there. So I took off on the skookum and, um, with four inch Dillinger's on it. And, uh, the multi-use trails were riding fine. Those get groomed. Um, and then I, uh, hit this run called rovers It's uh, the way I like to up track in the wintertime up this trail and it's usually you know 25 minutes on a fat bike in snow and I'm typically at the top of that mm-hmm. and it took me like an hour and a half <laughs> you know I got baited in and then I got like committed and I should have just turned around and it was like nope I'm going this way and it was ride crash, ride crash, ride crash. Um push, push, push. Push, 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 push. push. And off, then on, I got get off, get on. Yeah, yep. Yeah, all that fun. And uh and so at that point I was like, oh, I'm just not gonna do any more of the single track, you know, and stay just stayed on the multi use for the rest of that day. And then I went back, um, uh, uh, a few days later with my Accio and, uh, I got five inch Dillinger's on it. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, you know, I lowered down to probably, I don't know, four or five PSI or something. And, um, it was still kind of mucky in there, but you know, I made it up at like a half hour. And didn't crash near as much. So, you know, it's like for sure if, it, if the snow's soft, <clears throat> conditions are soft, the, the, the Corvus Accio is going to be the go-to bike every time <clears throat> and right. uh, my scoop for me is you know and you've been here you've seen uh the kind of stuff we ride on and you got to experience some magical march, march goodness and uh i know you remember the uh <clears throat> uh the loop we did where we climbed up and came down uh, all that single track in the uh <clears throat> from the ski area down oh yeah 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 yeah, the uh, Black Bear, to Polar Bear, to Speedway, and, um, man, when that stuff's packed out, and um, the Skookum with the four-inch tires, uh, you know, it, it's like the closest you're ever going to get to winter riding that is, you know, you can relate to summertime low trail riding.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, yep, so. it's
0: interesting that that you have the two bikes and you run one four inch and one five inch, because it's. I would say that that has a lot to do with it. It's like, well, is it the geometry? Is you have so many variables with bike riding, it's hard to isolate things and be sure yeah. that you know that. <laughs> you're talking about the right thing. The thing. The thing that I notice with this really slack Rocky Mountain is that since the front tire is further out in front of me, I really have to trust that front tire to make everything work because you want that bike to go fast and fast through corners. And and I still would have to say that instead of worrying about how slack your bike is on on the fat bike, if you're not running a dropper, you're not going to get as nearly as much out of slackening your uh your bike out as as you will from getting putting a dropper on your bike take the right. most uh you know traditional fat bike geometry 6973 take your uh standard surly uh, surly pugsley and put a dropper on there and you will go faster than the difference between you know a modern fat bike geometry and that same Pugsley, right it's just right. or at least i that's that's my
1: thinking but yeah you know this, i don't i, I don't know if this i i, and I would doubt that the skookums was slacked out as that rocky mountain super sweet watermelon and sugar thing you're zipping around on there you know
0: yeah that i'm trying to trying to uh, I, I have to get a, i have to get that bike on snow And, uh, you know, that's,
1: so yeah, I've, you know, I've ran, I've ran five inch tires on my skookum. Um, uh, I, many a time, many a seasons I've ridden five inch tires on that and, um, it still kind of handles and plays the same way. It's just, you know, uh, floats better. And if it's ripping hard, good icy crap to let loose on, then, you know, uh, you know
0: the 4 inch tires just
1: did a lot faster um than oh yeah the five. i am yeah. I'm, I'm real
0: familiar with the the I've, I've done a bunch and just looked at a bunch of data between 4 inch 27.5 and 5 inch 26 inch riding um so it the bigger bike though i am telling you i I wrote about it in that aso review is – it's just sometimes you don't want to go as fast and sometimes going keeping on and going in really soft stuff gets you, you know, what you're looking for, you know, which is to yeah, ride, yep. ride instead of push the bike.
1: Yeah, that and that's where the Accio clearly <clears throat> is superior in and in, in all ways. <laughs> and that's yeah, the and thing, like I, I, you know, I didn't
0: put this in the ASO review, but you ride a uh, uh, Kurosakio, which is you and I ride kind of the same bike, different colors, right? And, right. and a different name on the down tube because they changed the name of the bike company. But you know what it's like to ride a bike that can be as big as the Ato. It, it can run, it might not run the 2XLs with 12 speed, but everything else that, it, it, that our bike will do. And it it weighs how much less (laughs) than than that steel bike? And there's nothing against So If you want a lightweight, you know, uh, carbon bike, they make one. They make a Voitech too. It just can't run the full 4.8 inch tires. And we should say, you know, like Johnny Fives. Right. The same size as Bud and Lou. They're four
1: points. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing you flying around, tall Keaton on those Johnny Fives, leaving me in your dust as I wrecked, crashed, and pushed.
0: <laughs> El yeah, wow, was... Gomez
1: floated through the Alaskan wilderness amidst a blizzard.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah. I, I you just recently sent me that picture of my my myself stuck in a snowdrift not looking very gazelle like
1: at all. I just rode by there. I just rode through there the other day. And uh and it's still a little tricky in there, right? I mean, it's it's rideable. Things are getting packed much better on the single track, but um yeah, I uh I made sure to give her some extra gas uh, on that that little lip that caught you and flipped you over.
0: Yeah, there's a little like a little chicane there with
1: uh, yeah, It's a little whoopty Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I whooped you didn't into the ditch. No, nope.
1: I looked back and I all I could see was your feet, your hands, and your head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and I looked up and you were s- sitting there, stride your bike, laughing your
1: ass off. <laughs> While taking pictures of you, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. As, as it should be though. That's you know that's
1: yeah yeah didn't happen unless you caught it on camera. Right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, what else is going on, man? I, do, do you have your own? You're you're in your new place. Is like you moved closer yeah, to we moved, Kate, uh, huh?
1: moved to Loving our new living in Eagle River. Just you know we're just seven miles. Uh, North of the old house, but it's, uh, nice being detached from the the big city of Los Anchorage. It's a nice little small town feel. There's, uh, there is some good fat biking out here to be had. Um, and closer to the,
0: to the glacier as well.
1: Really close to the glacier. Oh, not just closer, but just about 10 minutes closer. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But a little bit closer. Yeah, they got the uh, uh, trek, the Trek Winter Fat Bike Series. Their next race is out here in the River, the Icy River Rampage. Um, I rode that a couple of years ago. In fact, at, I think I did a report for you on it at the um, Nature Center. I remember. Yeah, yeah, back at the Nature Center. And that that's super cool. So uh once I confirm I'm not working that weekend, um I'm thinking about entering that for no other reason than that's like the one day a year you can go back there and ride a fat bike, otherwise it's skiing walking, and walking only. Yep.
0: Sometimes I just enter races for uh
1: Yeah I'm trying to figure that out still. <laughs> no. Yeah. Usually the only race I enter is that party called the Tall the Trio. Yeah, because that's such a beautiful ride, man. Oh yeah, what a day! And 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 I you know I know we talked we've talked about it, but uh, last year and I told you how Greg rerouted the course. Oh yeah, kind of kind of reversed it and added a new section in. And I was at I was at Speedway a month or two ago, and and Greg said, yeah, they're gonna keep that same course for this year. And um, man, the 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 way they routed it coming out, um, there's a section in there that's got to be like I don't know, man, two or three miles of some of the most glorious downhill I've ever done on a fat bike. Wow. It was so cool, yeah. It was just like you know, and like the trio, you know, everybody goes out to Shangri La. Most most of the you know. Participants go out to Shangri La, spend a couple hours around the keg, and then ride back to town for the after party, right? And then there's always, you know, the hardcore homies that are out there racing their asses off, and and uh, so I hit Shangri La, hung out for you know a half hour or something, and I was generally alone the whole back half of the course. And when I hit that section, I mean, I, I didn't see a soul, and. And it was all new to me and it was, and you know, the trail held up good, but that section was in the shit, in the shade and it held up the best. Mm -hmm. And as I was flying through that forest, man, it was just like, I could not get the James Bond theme out of my mind. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was, uh, yeah. And you're going back this year
0: for, are you going to race that race?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to race it, but I'm going to ride it. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I will definitely. I'm going to uh, get a chance here. to
0: ride or ride the uh, world championship course here uh, at the Borealis Fat Bike Worlds presented by Pure Energy.
1: <laughs> that's the real. Name, that. That's the
0: real name of this of this race.
1: <laughs> oh, what's that again?
0: It is the Borealis Fat Bike World Championships presented by Pure Energy. All right. Don't ask me. Like I can't remember anything, and I can there, ra- I can rattle that off probably because I've typed it enough times. Somewhere.
1: are they uh, are they going back to golf course?
0: <laughs> at, back at the country club.
1: All right. They got car girls out there.
0: Um, they, they I just talked to Chris Stevens, the uh, race director, and he said that uh, they have six feet of snow. I was like, what? dude, I'm going to need a hovercraft.
1: Well, then you just need to show up on that on that big steel behemoth of the OXO and with your Johnny Fives and show them how it's done. Get yourself a little championship. Get that brand.
0: <laughs> they don't brand you anymore. <laughs> they, don't, and, and, they don't brand anymore? I know, but <laughs> yeah, I, apparently.
1: What the hell is happening to fat biking anymore?
0: Yeah. they they did have a couple of costumes but you know Colorado it was there were a lot of costumes in Colorado they but they had more fun events they 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 whittled and changed and it's 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 a semi serious race on Saturday they're going to have a uh, they're going to have a separate ladies start which is kind of cool women's start right on. an elite women's wave. So
1: who's your pick? You got a local guy? Um, Cole House will I, it. I Jordan Wakely there. Who's there?
0: I do not know out of the big names, but my, if I had to uh, give a pretty, yeah, I just don't know who's going to be on the line, but Chris Stevens wouldn't be a bad bet. To podium uh, at least. So, uh, and he's a local guy there and he's the race director of the race as well. So He yeah, rides, he rides a Borealis, too.
1: Hmm. Is, is the Ice Queen in it?
0: I don't know if she's coming this year. I, that, I'm just basing this on I, I talked to Chris about it, and uh, the cat who's won every one of these races previously, he's not going to be there. So it's a wide open field. There's probably mm-hmm. still time to... Give them a few shekels and get your butt to New Richmond by the twenty-eighth. toe the line for a world championship. One of the many world championships in fat bikes, but only real one, true one is the Talkie one, right? That's the original baby. There you go.
1: Yep, the Talk No trio. But really, yeah, really looking forward to it. <clears throat>
0: I had this thought the other day, and I something has been great, crossing my uh, my feed on, on the social media that said that, like, I think breakdancing is going to be in the Olympics. This is what the headline is leading me to believe, <laughs> is that breakdancing is going to be in the Olympics. I'm like, and before I saw that, I had this very sober thought of, like, what needs to take place to get, fat bikes in the Winter Olympics. It could be like 16 different events. I might be exaggerating. Oh, man,
1: I remember I remember, several years back when you guys were still cranking the weekly dose of fat.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And uh, how much you brought, how you brought up the, uh, your enthusiasm to see fat bikes in the Olympics. But,
0: you know, one thing that I think would... Go away is some of the truly campy, super fun, non competitive, goofy racing that bikes.
1: Uh, <laughs> like, I don't think we'll ever lose that. <laughs> and do come on, that, what was the last time you
0: know where... people don't even derby anymore, dude? I'm telling you. Uh,
1: well, you know, you can always find a good old grassroots event up here in Talk Yeah. We'll be here for you if they ruin it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I was thinking about that when you were talking about Talkeetna earlier and that whole day. Oh, that day. What a good day.
1: (laughs) So much snow, man. Uh, Yeah. 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 Just waking up, going,
0: going to the, uh, to the waffle house, to the Talkeetna roadhouse. Is that it? And yeah. and, And get in, get in those, uh, Pancakes and bacon, yeah, pancakes, and delicious coffee.
1: Yeah, what a day! Well, yeah, my friend, year, what?
0: Yeah,
1: I was gonna say last year the roadhouse wasn't open, and I was on. <laughs>
0: oh man, how could you? How could you face the the wilds of uh, Tulkino without some good lumberjack breakfast, man?
1: Uh... Pop uh, tarts, pop tarts, pop tarts. I think it was a pop tarts, a pre roll, and an IPA. You know, uh, that'll get you to the start line too.
0: <laughs> this is why. This is, this is why we shall. This is why you know men on merchant ships sing songs about you, Travis, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Well, listen, man. Uh, thanks for being on this uh, the the twenty six ain't dead after hours. <laughs> what else can we What else can we come up with for our our spinoff? Uh,
1: uh, still part of the
0: Danger Numb podcast, though. At this point, but stay tuned. It could. For now, we'll call it the Alaska edition. Oh, the after-hours Alaska. Chikapow. pow. All right, that's it for now. We'll be back with something else later. Hey, it's Ronko Gomez, and it is the Danger Gnome Podcast. Hey, today, we're lucky enough to have... The co-race director of uh, one of the shorts brewing fat bike race series, the brand new Fatty Caddy race, Mister Joe Cantwell on the line. How are you, Joe? I'm doing pretty good, Gomez. Thanks for having me. So, uh, you're over in Michigan, in beautiful Cadillac. Uh, I, for some reason, I I love Cadillac. I don't. I've I've been through there. I've never ridden there. Um, Maybe it's because I learned to drive on a Cadillac automobile.
1: <laughs> and our logo actually makes a pretty fun play on uh, Cadillac, because you can't have a name Cadillac without bringing that vehicle into play a little bit, I don't think.
0: Yeah, I, I love the little cartoon. Uh, it's got Caddy bears. There's, like, a teddy bear, and, yeah, it's two teddy bears.
1: That Yeah, and, wow. and initially um, – we set that up and uh, one of my gravel races is called the cow by classic. And so there was a bear and a cow in there initially. Um, and then the visitors bureau and Cadillac reached out to us and let us know that they had the Caddy bear mascot. Um, uh-huh. And so we made that change to get Caddy bear involved in the fatty Caddy. Well, very cool. So how did you
0: get involved with, uh, with, with the fatty Caddy?
1: Oh, well, there's a, couple people in Cadillac that used to do some races um, and so they wanted to get a fat bike race there for the Cadillac pathway uh, because they have a really good uh, grooming plan and that it's always busy with with bikers and so it's something that the city kind of wanted to see uh, to try to draw some more people up to Cadillac. Cool. And so yeah, they reached out to uh, Raymond and myself um, having some decent gravel races um, and asked if we'd be interested in coming up to Cadillac and doing a race up there. Nice. And so what's, what's the course like for the fatty caddy? Approximately a five mile loop. Uh, the first lap we do, it's about a three mile loop because we use a bunch of two tracks for about a mile. Um, and then that way we can kind of split people up before they get into the single track. Okay. um, And then the shortest distance is a 13-mile, and so that one is, like, two full laps plus the three-mile starter lap. And then the other distance is, like, 24 miles, and that does the same lap setup.
0: So individuals only, do you have a team category? Is it just, you know, the fastest guy wins, line up, and massive start?
1: Yeah, we're gonna do a mass start. And it was important to me uh to figure out a way to do a mass start. Um without sending a hundred people onto a single track all at the same time. Um and so the pathway has some neat seasonal roads. Um and seasonal roads were great for Path Bike because we can get those groomed a little bit and send them down there. Um and then we'll do prizes for the top three male and female. Um, and then we do a bunch of age categories, really try to encourage youth to come out and um start riding and so we have a lot of youth age categories too very cool yeah
0: it's something that's really prevalent in mountain bike racing over here on the other side of lake michigan we I mean, it's it's a real family atmosphere, and Nika racing has really bloomed here and a bunch yeah, of, you see a bunch and, and I'm kind of
1: excited true. about that with fat biking, because um, it just does seem to be a little bit more of a laid-back atmosphere. People are really out there just trying to have a good time, um, and gravel races are a lot of fun, too, but there's a different level of intensity of that lead pack, um, and so just kind of, you know, the camaraderie that you get around fat bikes is a pretty neat experience.
0: Well, cool. So... The date of the race is when is the race it's February February 25th February 25th in Cadillac which is Where, kind of dead center in the upper like right in the middle of the middle finger knuckle on the
1: yeah it's on the, mittens, uh, on the mitten it's it's just far enough north that you get past the 45th parallel Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's kind of like that natural, oh, I guess it's, uh, that natural break line in Michigan where the 45th parallel is at. And it's just a, um, different environment as far as what they get for snow and how long it stays cold and, and all of that stuff. And what we get down here in um, in the bottom end of the state. Cool. So yeah, we're really hoping for some good snow in February.
0: And it's part of the shorts brewing series.
1: Yeah, and we were really excited about that. You know, we started putting the race together, kind of just thinking that we were putting it together in, in Cadillac, and then it, have too many expectations of it. And then once we got started with it, um, the Shorts Brewing director reached out to us and asked if we'd be interested in being the last race in the series. Um, and he's actually going to give riders double points for our race. Oh, And then they're hosting their award ceremony. Um. Right after we host our awards at the Cadillac Pathway. Well, cool. So it should it should be a good fun day for people.
0: Excellent, and uh, registration. We'll put uh, a link to the whole deal in the show notes. Um, is there a date that people should register by to get a better price or anything like that? Or?
1: Um. Yeah. There's there'll be another price jump like right at the beginning of February. And with people signing up for races, just in general, um, you know, we, we always try to encourage people to sign up as early as possible. It helps us plan a better event. Um, gives us an idea of like who to expect and, um, make sure that we have enough food and things like that for everybody.
0: All right on. Appreciate you being on the show and I hope you have, I hope you have good weather for your race. Thanks for uh, for running races, you know, keeping the faith. Yeah, bike and then uh,
1: if I can throw out a, we have a discount code right now um, geared towards people that live out of state.
0: Oh, cool! Yeah,
1: um, and so the code is fat like road trip, all put together as one word, and that'll get people thirty percent off if they're traveling from Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, or Wisconsin. Very cool, or Ontario. We do the same thing. Yeah, 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 but actually, but I talked to Raymond about it ahead of time. And He said if anybody asks from Florida, then they get to go free. Florida, so Florida so if somebody fat, wants to if somebody wants to come up to Michigan from Florida on a fat bike, then Florida fat bikers, free race out of it. Free race. That's a good idea.
0: I mean, I'm going to steal, but, that. I'm gonna steal know, that idea.
1: Cadillac is a town that's set up. um, to bring in a lot of tourists, they're you know they're they're used to having people up there in the wintertime, and they've got a lot of things for people to do, and so I don't think that people would be disappointed with the trip once they get up there.
0: Yeah, Manistee National Forest is right up in that area. I've, yeah, it's beautiful. I've, I've done a bit of riding up there, and it's uh, it's beautiful. You got the big M groom trails up there, and then mm-hmm. that whole Travis. Trevor City area is just crazy popular and filled with fabulous stuff. So, Lavasa trails and all that, whatnot. But Cadillac, come on, man. (laughs) I, uh, time to be. I, I I had the, uh, I had a thought about, about, uh, the whole name of the song and a, and a theme song. And I had I, I had some crazy thoughts about the, you know, the, uh, oh, it, it's a rancid song. It's, um, I don't know if I've heard the song that you're talking about. I'll have to check it out. All right. Well, we'll put a link to that song in the show notes as well. And maybe we'll right. put just a few bars in right here. And then uh, we, we need to change the words around to be a, a fat bike race instead of, uh, the boys, a time bomb. It's like the days of fat bike race.
1: I think you've got it. You just got to record it on a mic. There you go.
0: Well, maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll get crazy after, uh, after we get you off the phone. So, uh, thanks for being on the show and, uh, good luck with the race. That's the, uh, fatty caddy up in Cadillac, Michigan, February yeah. 25th, 2023.
1: Yeah, thanks a lot for for the invite, and we're super happy that for the opportunity. Check right us out on. on Instagram. Have a good one. At See ya. Fastfight.com. 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 Till
2: then. Till then. I'm on Bristol, best be at the side